0: Yesterday, they asked Brian Kelly, they just, man, they just moved right past Alabama and asked Brian Kelly, you know, if he had the talent to compete against Georgia. And he said, uh, the way we're recruiting, we will, but we don't today. I love the fact that they didn't even include Bama We're we're now we've now got Bama's and, you know, afterthought, but how close do you think LSU is to catching Georgia?
1: Um, well, first of all, I think the reason why they just gloss over Alabama because there's an expectation that's already there. There's there's a uh, – I guess you could say a standard that's already been proven to be able to play with Georgia, so they don't include them anymore in the conversation, which they should. I would agree with Brian Kelly because I think what he's referencing is the, the depth of the football team, the depth of the roster. If you ask Brian Kelly specifically – Hey, if you took your ones and their ones, could you compete or beat Georgia? I bet his answer would have been different. Yeah. I bet he would have said yes. But what they asked him was is where, you know, as a football team and his response to your point right there, and I'm paraphrasing was, well, we're we're going to be. And he's right, but what he's referencing is depth. He's referencing when a Mason Smith comes off the field, is another Mason Smith rotating in there. At some positions at LSU right now, the answer is probably yes, but not all of them at Georgia right now is the answer yes for just about all of them? Probably so. And I think that's that's really the difference at the end of the day is the collection of talent that fulfills every position in your twos and threes if you're gonna if you're going to try to make that assessment about where you stand as it relates to Georgia.
0: okay. I'd like to get your reaction to this quote from Brian Kelly yesterday at SEC Media Days, head coach at LSU. Um, he, up, he opened up on what he likes better about LSU compared to Notre Dame, and I quote, <laughs> there are rules you have to follow in an environment like Notre Dame, and you can't cross those lines. End of quote. Lukes?
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's 100% right. i that. Um, in more ways than one, too. Um, and I think the first thing that comes to mind there would be academics. Just because there's there's no flex. There's no bend. Um, the line is drawn. If the kid meets, you're fine. If he doesn't and he's close, it doesn't matter that he's close. We're not getting him in. And that's not going to be the case at LSU. If it's close, the guy's a difference maker, and they think they can work with him, they got the academic inf- infrastructure and support, and they've got all the other things in line to help that young man succeed, then they're going to do it. And that's why a Notre Dame will never compete with an Alabama or Georgia or uh, an Auburn or an LSU. Um, they just they, they won't. And I'll, I'll say this, too, and I, and I know he wasn't asked about it, but I remember vividly this past off season when when Marcus Freeman wanted to hire Andy Ludwig from Utah. Notre Dame wouldn't pay his buyout. If I was Marcus Freeman, I would have got on my phone with the agent that day and said whatever big job or any type of good job that comes up next offseason, put my name in the hat. You're (sighs) telling me you're Notre Dame and you want to compete on a national stage and you won't pay off Utah's payout to get their offensive coordinator? That wouldn't even be a question if that was Alabama or LSU. Or Georgia, right? It wouldn't even come up in a conversation. No. So I, I agree with Brian Kelly. He's he, he's right. There's vastly more resources, and um, and they're directed at football. So he's he's working with a wealth a of riches.
0: Yeah, I don't know what Notre Dame's future looks like in football. They can't win it. I, I just don't see a path, Tom. Not with everything no, you I just agree. went over, and we could go over many other things that they have to. Her, they're just not going to be able... They can't even get through a fourteen team playoff, they, much less a 12-team, with Georgia, Bama, LSU, and there's some other ones coming. Uh, Ohio State's obviously never going to go anywhere. Um, yeah. I mean, don't you agree? It, it, you and I grew up... I mean, I grew up, it, it, you know, late 70s, early 80s, or early 80s, I start remembering what's going on. It, it, you know, people talked about Notre Dame, like, you know... Notre Dame, because they were the thing coming out of World War II. I mean, they'll never have the magic or or a powerhouse program again, in my opinion.
1: Do you remember? Do you remember Tony Rice?
0: Absolutely. Did you know he was a prop forty eight? I did. Now that you said it.
1: <laughs> so let's let's really put that in context. Late eighties, Notre Dame, and they're taking prop forty eight. Lou Holtz, Bob Davie. He he. When Bob Davie took that job. No, four Prop Forty Eight.
0: That's right. So Lou got them to take what, like a handful every, or not even a year, but like a couple per class. Is that right, Tom?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And look what what a difference it made, and and what was created. Um, and again, different eras, different time. Remember, you were you were talking about you know, post-World War II and things of that nature. Well, think about their, their true, true dominance. It was essentially, it came to an end at the rise of cable television in mm-hmm. the beginning of the arms race. Yes. Because that leveled the playing field. So a Notre Dame, I'll give you a prime example. So my, my dad's San Diego State teams in the early 90s are playing on a Thursday night against UCLA or Miami or BYU in those barn burner games, if you remember those things, yeah, right. So, you know, five years prior to that, you would have never seen those games on TV. You know who you saw on television? A handful of teams: Notre Dame, right. Nebraska, Michigan, mm-hmm. Alabama, Texas. What? That was it because there was only network television. So the moment everything expanded, right, and it, it leveled the playing field, it's exactly what it's what crushed. Nebraska's program, and they still haven't recovered. No. And let's also not forget during that time. Now we have 85 total scholarships and 105 total players. Back then, you had 105 scholarship players and unlimited walk-ons.
0: Yeah. Bear Bryant and some of those others just loaded up well oh. above the, the scholarship this limit. Time. So did Notre Dame. Tom Bill, have a great week. Thanks for working with us. See you, buddy. All right, buddy. See you.